0: All of our panelists are uh, on tonight, but we want to make mention that tonight uh, this uh, panel is in the place of what we do every night, which is our prayer line that is called Jesus is on uh, the main line. What we're going to do tonight is we're going to ask specific questions to our leaders uh, in the church, and uh, we're going to allow them to be able to discuss and dialogue and give answer to those questions being asked. Uh, directly concerning what they have experienced in 2020 as it relates to the pandemic crisis. And so at this time, what we're going to do, we're going to open up in a word of prayer. After we pray, we are going to introduce our panel uh, by name, congregation, and by city. Shall we bow our heads and shall we pray? Our God and our Father in heaven, we say thank you. Thank you, Father, for just being alive. Thank you for being our Father, God, and our sustainer. Lord God, we pray that for everyone who is with us online now that is watching by way of Facebook Live, uh, we ask that you would open our hearts, uh, Lord God, that the things that we will hear tonight uh, from your men servants, that those things will encourage us and that they will give us more strength to continue to live uh, for thee, Father, we ask that you would please for our sins, That's every person who is on this Zoom call and every person who is on Facebook Live. You know, Father God, what we need of a blessing. Father, forgive us for our sins, please. Continue to bless us and bless this event that it can glorify our God, edify the church, and sanctify those who are lost. This is the prayer we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, before Mm -hmm. we go, we want to pray for our dear brother, Anthony Feaster. Father, Mm -hmm. we pray for our brother, uh, who has lost his father recently. We pray not only for Brother Feaster, but we pray for the Feaster family. Strengthen them, encourage them, console them, comfort them as only you can. Father, man. we ask that you bless us all as your men servants and we can continue to do your will. In Jesus' name we pray. that it Amen. 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 Alrighty, uh on tonight what I want to do is just, uh, just go ahead and uh, introduce uh, our guys uh, on on tonight, and uh, I'm just going to run down uh, all of the names, whether uh, they come in or they don't come in uh, on tonight. I'm just going to give everybody a name that Brother Williams sent over to me. Uh, let's go ahead and recognize uh, our good brother, friend, and relative, Brother Daniel Thomas from the Ville Platte congregation in Ville Platte, Louisiana good to have our dear friend, our dear relative and companion in the gospel with us on tonight. Also, yeah. we want to uh, recognize uh, the Assistant Minister of the 61st and Division uh, Congregation, Brother Lauren Kirkendall, uh, who is with us uh, on tonight. Uh, so good to have him with us all uh, tonight. Uh, we have another brother who possibly will come in, uh, Brother Dale Tripp, uh, the minister of the Bostonia uh, congregation uh, if he comes in, it will greatly be a blessing uh, on. I'm uh, here, and uh, he's here. Yep, I'm
1: here. Right. I'm driving. I'm on driving on the freeway. All righty, well, Good to have, you, brother.
0: Also, uh, is Brother Pierce? a Pierce on? He was. He was, he was on. Here? He was on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, <laughs> is uh, Brother Thomas Pierce from the Grand Avenue? Uh, church over in Spring Valley, uh, California. Also, uh, Brother James uh, Carthon, uh, minister and elder, uh, who is with us on tonight from 38th uh, Street out of San Diego, California. Also, uh, good friend of mine, Brother Don Warner, uh, is with us uh, on tonight from the 69th Congregation there in San Diego uh, on tonight. Also, another good friend is Brother Ernest dips from the third not uh, 30. Second Street Church out of San Diego uh, on tonight. And uh, just a great blessing to have uh, my homie, uh, Brother Dale Williams uh, with us uh, on tonight from the East Palomar uh, Street uh, congregation there uh, from Shula Vista, California. Good to have all of you guys with us on tonight. Let's begin with the first question uh, on tonight. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to call on uh, certain guys for certain questions. Uh, But if you want to uh, just add on or add in and meet uh, to what someone has answered, please feel free, just raise your hand, say, but Bill, can I say something? And I'll be free, Uh, be grateful to allow you to just take the floor uh, on that. Uh, Let's start off with question number one is uh, brothers, if you don't mind, just let's go back into 2020. And uh, I want you to tell us One thing, just one thing, uh, that the church, meaning the congregation, the leadership, what is one thing that you guys did during the course of 2020, when we were in the heat of this pandemic? What is one thing that you put into place that encouraged, that motivated, that kept the church focused while we were experiencing this particular crisis uh, on tonight i want to start off uh with uh brother james uh, Carthon. let me let me start with you my brother
2: yes sir thank you so much uh what well, we did thank you uh, brother bills we're so glad to be a part of this great opportunity and 38th street what we uh placed put in place was uh zoom um zoom has done we were, through zoom we were able to reach members across the country as it were. Um, our attendance was about 50 and um, it's still going on. Uh, not only that, but we reached others uh, on Wednesday night Bible study. So it has been very successful. In fact, once the Lord bless us to c- uh, come back together again, physically, we're gonna maintain Zoom and uh, probably uh, everyone pray for that effort. Uh, to begin streaming. So that um, the, that media has proven to be very successful uh, for our congregation and bringing them together.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen, uh, amen, amen, amen. Uh, brother Warner. Uh,
3: like my brother James here, uh, we also get Zoom and, uh, for our classes, our Sunday evening classes, our Wednesday classes, uh, and Tuesday morning, uh, classes. We uh, did have Zoom. Uh, we also live stream our morning services on, on uh, Facebook. Uh, during the pandemic, uh, we technically never stopped worshiping. We maintain a small group here to do the uh, Facebook. We kept the group about 25 uh, to do the Facebook uh, worship. Uh, so we tried to encourage them that way by, you know, uh, going through the worship service and actually being in the building and let them see us in the building. Uh, and that kind of helped out a lot. <clears throat> but I agree with Brother James. Uh, Zoom has been a, a great tool. And we, too, after this thing is all over, probably are still going to use it uh, for We got great support from it. Uh, some people never came to a, a class Zoomed in. So uh, it turned mm-hmm. out to be a, a good tool for us. And we're going to continue to use it as well. Overall, 2020 was a challenge, for, I think, for all let me just say this i i I am a a board uh, steering committee member for the west coast preachers uh, forum and we did meet recently about 20 of us met and all across we all have faced the same challenges uh we all agree that the challenges going forward uh, would be to get the people to come back to the general assembly uh one of the things that's, that's going to be a real challenge for all of us because people are comfortable now. They do like Facebook. They do like Zoom. Uh, so that's one and that's the challenge we're looking at right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, brother Carthon and brother, uh, brother Warner, uh, on that.
4: Uh, brother Dims. Yes. Yeah. Good evening, gentlemen. Yeah. One of the things that we did. I was, it was a little bit um, slow as far as um, taking advantage of technology. Um, but but this pandemic, it was more, I, I don't want to use the term forced to get into it, but it was certainly uh, something that we had to uh, really get involved with. I was a little bit slow um, in that area as far as the leadership over there where, where we are. But we, when we did, we, we, we put up, we got on Facebook and then we set up the, fr- um, the church Facebook page, and we was live streaming. And it was like Brother Warner said, we had a a few brothers who came to the building to make sure that was done properly. And so the word uh, kept going out from 32nd Street. And another thing that we uh, we didn't do the Zoom, we did the uh, teleconference for our Bible study. And that has proven to be uh, very, very beneficial for us. Uh, when we go back in, well, we're back in the building, but when we go back to our regular um, service lineup, we're going to still uh, use the, um, the the teleconference for our Bible study as well, because there are a lot of people who are not members of the Church of Christ mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. online with us. Mm-hmm. So we're certainly going to keep that going. Um, but other than that, you know, we've we've been uh, we've been we've been doing pretty good as far as. Uh, Maintaining our our numbers has been pretty good, and so we have a few older people who are a little bit hesitant, but yeah. we we encourage them to you know just do what they feel is best for them um, before they come back. But Other than that, amen. we've been doing pretty good. Amen, amen. Let me
0: just go ahead. I want to get all you guys uh, input on this particular first question because I think it's very important uh, for us to hear. And uh, for the audience to hear uh, about what was done to keep the church encouraged, to keep the church focused and to keep the church motivated throughout the course of this pandemic. And as some of you guys are saying, it has been a challenge, especially when we first hit in March. It was a challenge. It was it was difficult. Uh, it was uh, it was, uh, you know, it was brand new, you know. And uh, and so uh, as you. Uh, Brother them says it's not say that you were forced into it, uh. But uh, you you were wise to get into it, right? You were wise to get into right. it, and it was uh, a right. blessing uh, in return. So let me get uh brother Daniel Thomas's input uh on tonight concerning uh those things, the motivations, the focus, the encouragement that might have been done. Give us one thing, and and we'll move on to the next uh individual. Get unmuted there, brother Thomas just unmute
5: can there you hear go. me good. Yeah. yeah so once again I'm just like the other brothers you know just not that we were forced into it but we had to take advantage of the technology that that was at hand and Facebook has been 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 a real good help to me and we have people we, we have never stopped assembling ourselves but like we're not that much of a big congregation, mm. but those that had un- underlying conditions stayed home, and we use Facebook. And now, Facebook has become a tool for me, even on my Wednesday night Bible class, because we have people that are that are not members of the church that are now attending uh, mm. the Bible classes, and you know, it's, it's once I just can't wait till. We start to assimilate ourselves more, more for the general assembly, that we can start knocking on doors and go reach out, talk to the people that that now uses the Facebook uh, live feed that we use, and I thank God for 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 its technology. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen.
1: But um, one of. Um, one of the things that we did like everybody else was with the zoom and live streaming, which I think was, was great. I think one of the things that we did that turned out to be really helpful was, um, creating a private Facebook group where we could communicate with one another during the week, you know, post announcements and, and then folks could have that conversation back and forth and we could, uh, you know, sometimes there'd be some sensitive things that needed to be talked about, but, uh, you know, people could put in those prayer requests. And that really, I think that was really one of the best things that we did was to kind of facilitate communication uh, amongst the members on an ongoing basis with that private Facebook group.
0: Yeah, yeah, good stuff, man, good stuff. Uh, Brother Darrell, uh, uh, trip if you don't mind. Oh <laughs> whatever, whatever that was, was that Brother Darrell. All right, that was that Brother Darrell. I wanted this, Brother Darrell Williams and uh Brother Darrell Williams. All right. Appreciate yes. that, Brother Trip. <laughs> yes,
6: sir. You know, you know, Brother Village, it's really hard uh, to quantify it into one particular thing because at the beginning of the pandemic, it was such a emotional shock to the congregation, the uncertainty. Uh, people's families were contracting uh, the you know the COVID-19 and so I think the first thing we did was try to be uh, informative and try to be transparent so we reached out to the congregation on an individual basis told them what we were doing uh, we immediately started to order extra you know the personalized communion uh, uh, servings we uh, announced of, that they could come in on Saturdays if they wanted to leave an offering, if they wanted to pick up their communion. Uh, we canceled the morning uh, uh, Bible studies class as we started sterilizing the building. Uh, there were just a number of things that all happened at once that kind of held the congregation together. Uh, during that time, people wanted to hear from the ministers or the brethren, And so we felt that it was just really important to reach out to the people, uh, to let them know that God was still in charge. Uh, We felt that that was uh, paramount along with some of the other things that the the brethren are are mentioning. But I would say that's probably the, the the biggest step that we took was to just reach out to everybody and, 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 and let folk know that God was still in charge. (laughs) Amen. And, uh, with the, uh,
0: but Dal Tripp and Brother Dow Williams. I didn't see Brother Tripp's face. Uh, I just heard voice. And uh, that's why he threw me off uh, on tonight. Uh, is Brother Pierce uh, on with us?
5: Yes. Okay. Brother Pierce.
0: He's frozen. He's frozen? Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to unfreeze him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, tell
2: him tell him we, we the Papalomas. Tell, the, tell him we the
0: tell him. tell we the chosen, not the frozen. <laughs> can, you, can you hear us, Brother Pierce? <laughs> His
6: phone
0: is on mute. Is on mute.
2: Okay, yes.
0: okay. But Pierce, if you can hear me, unmute your 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 phone now. Unmute your phone. Just hit that red slash. He may be yeah. having problems. He may be having technical yeah. issues. That mm-hmm. end. Yeah, he was okay. on earlier. He was on earlier. He was yeah. on earlier. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, Bertie Pierce, if you can hear me, uh, once you, uh, if you fix that issue, just uh, be sure to let, let 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 us know. All right. I want to go back to something. Uh, what you guys uh, had made mention about the forcing into, uh, the technology, uh, in that uh it reminds me of uh
6: hey, um, hey, hey brother Bills, i think we chapter. i think we i think we missed uh brother Kirkendall. Yeah,
0: Kirkendall.
7: okay i'm yeah. sorry about that brother Kirkendall. oh well, no, no problem brother you know uh uh well what we did uh we, we 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 went live stream on sunday morning wednesday night and friday night uh we did that uh live stream uh, three times a week. We also uh, moved our worship to outside uh, on Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. And uh, then we also uh, continued to have our Zoom Tuesday morning Bible studies. And uh, uh, we also, in the meantime, we also started a uh, food distribution uh, Mm -hmm. for the community. Uh, where where we uh, are located. And uh, I think that one thing that the pandemic has forced us to, to do is to get outside of that building and, and get into the community. You see, because uh, if the church is going to be effective, they have to be part of the community. So, uh, you know, well, if the church ever left, left that community that they're in, would the community miss them? And so, uh, uh, we we tried to do something that would get the community let them know that we care for them in the midst of this pandemic. Uh, and so uh, that's what we've been doing. But now we, we're, we're all back in right now. So, okay. uh, you know, try to keep that, trying to just come back better than when, when, the way we left. Well, Bill
2: of so. Bills, one more thing I would like to add before I leave. Uh, with 38th Street, we also continued um, distributing our bulletin. Uh, We distribute them uh, via email. And then as Brother uh, D.W., meaning Brother Daryl Williams, uh, said, we also on Saturdays distributed our communion sets as well as the bulletin. Mm -hmm. So that was a piece of our communication, which has worked tremendously well for us. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much for
2: having me. I must leave. I have another meeting to attend. Take care. May God bless each of you.
0: Okay, but James, thank you so much, bro. Okay, take care.
4: Bye. All right. No, okay. man. Hey, we're trying to get you. We're trying to talk to you on the, uh, on Zoom. I think you have your phone on mute. No, something is I'm having trouble with
7: my internet. So I need
4: out. Oh, okay. All right. I'm
7: trying to, I'm trying to fix it
4: now. But... All right. I'll let him know. All
1: right.
4: All right. Yeah, he's having some internet trouble, huh? Yeah, he having a little bit of internet trouble. He said he's okay. trying to fix it now. So, we'll okay. Do, yeah. That'll work.
0: Uh, as we were talking about the uh, the pandemic when it first hit, and about uh, challenging us to move into an area uh, or a uh, a zone that we were not used to, it reminds me of. Uh, the Acts chapter 8. Uh, remember when the church was in Jerusalem and uh, Jesus had said in Luke chapter 24 uh, that you would uh, have, have to preach uh, Jesus and repentance of sins in my name rather. And uh, in Acts chapter 8, uh, the church uh, was settled in the city of Jerusalem and uh, they were preaching and teaching the gospel and saving souls left and right. And then all of a sudden, uh, the Lord allowed Saul uh, to persecute uh, the church. and Y'all know what happened. Uh, Mm -hmm. The church was what? Scattered.
1: Scattered. uh, The
0: church was forced to do uh, what it was not comfortable uh, in doing. But what happened was it turned out to be uh, a blessing uh, for the congregation, uh, not only in Jerusalem, but for the church at large, right? And so we were not used to doing certain things uh, as you guys may mention tonight uh, but it was far the better and not far the worse and so it was for a blessing uh, in that in that you can still use those things that you were using in 2020 that is a benefit uh, to the church even on uh, today uh, with that uh, being said I want to go on to uh, the second question on tonight and you can give us the, personal and uh, the congregational. So how did you feel in your house and as a church leader uh, concerning this, this question here? When you first heard of the, the pandemic, when you first heard that we had to uh, stop what we call normal, when you first heard we had to change and could not come with a large group of people in one place, and we had to go online and do conference calls and do things differently. How did it make you feel as a individual and as a leader in the Lord's Church? When you first came in contact with the news, how did you feel emotionally as a person and as a leader? All right. And I'm going to start with Brother Daryl
6: Williams. <laughs> yeah, Brother Vilch, that's... Uh... Man, that's an excellent question, Brother Viltz. I always knew that we would be okay because of the providence of God. But I believe that it didn't hit me, Brother Viltz, until that first Sunday that I had to speak. And we were trying to do Facebook Live and Zoom, everything simultaneously. I had laptops and, and the gravity of it hit me because the traditional way with the song leaders and looking at an audience, I was looking out at an empty auditorium and I was speaking to folk. I saw the faces on the Zoom and uh, we were having problems with the singing. Brother Whitley was going to lead a song and there was a lot of feedback so we uh, stopped the singing and then I had to sing the song and I'm not a song leader. and. the song was Pass Me Not, O Gentle Savior. And during the song, I just, I just broke down and, and, and it started to, you know, the weight of it, not so much on me personally, but talking to all the members, listening to people, the, the trepidation, the, the, the information was so scattered coming out on CNN, and, and there was no vaccine at that time. You know, they thought that if you just touched a doorknob, you would catch COVID. And so a lot of people were uh, very, uh, not only say nervous, but there was just a lot going on at that time. And and it finally put, uh, in my view, uh, the ministry into perspective, where uh, whether I wanted that or not, that was the position or the situation that was presented. And we had to stand up. And as the men of God, we had to set ourselves aside and go ahead and continue uh, to preach the good news of the gospel. So uh, yeah, it was a very difficult time. I don't know if that's a a direct answer to the question but it was very emotional uh, for me personally and also for uh, the congregation.
4: All right, Brother Ernest. Yeah, well, for me, I, I know that we all, we all know that um, the congregation is a reflection of the leadership. And so it was important for me to, and um, which I do all the time, I, I try to keep the congregation abreast of where I think that we are as relates to what Jesus has been saying about, you know, things going to get worse and worse. And I've been preaching on that as far as the progression of worse and worse for the last—I say at least for the last year—keeping it fresh in our minds that something was coming up, but we just didn't know what. And so when it came, I thought it was important for me to 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 remain uh, have a sense of calm, right? Though we was though it was a stressful time, and but what. I found to be more uh, distressing to me was the leadership uh, around the brotherhood on how we should approach uh, the situation that we was in. Uh, I didn't think that was a time for us to, divide it, to be divided on what we do and how we approach this thing. So what I tried my best to do was just stick with Scripture and 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 just do what I thought was what the Lord was telling us to do, to keep everybody safe. Yeah. And it turned out fine. I, I'm just um, one who truly believe and trusting in God and depend on God for everything. He's going to take care of it. And that was my approach I took. And it was fine for us. It worked out for us. But it just still disturbed me how we, we, this this pandemic caused us. As leadership in the in the church, to be uh, somewhat against one another for for doing whatever we thought best was for our congregation. And I just, that's that was the main thing that really disturbed me in this whole thing. That just from my personal experience. Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, that, that's a, you, you bring out a uh, <laughs> uh, some good points right there. I would like to deal with, but uh, but for time's sake, uh, we may come back to it or not. But let's go on. But I uh, appreciate that. But Ernest, uh, so much there. Uh, brother uh, trip. Oh, you un- unmute yourself, Brother Trip, OK. Thank
1: you. We were. Um, yeah. I've got I've been coughing a little bit. And so I keep it muted. Then I forget. Uh, um, I think the big thing for, for us and for me personally uh, was just the learning curve for the um, for the technology because basically I was I was doing everything from my living room <laughs> or well, well actually from my kitchen uh, dining room table is where I was you know doing all the preaching yeah. and everything and um, and so there was kind of a bit of trepidation about that and because you you know all of you preach you know, you get that live feedback from people in the, in the room with you and, and you kind of get a sense of whether you're connected or not. And right. that was, was for me, was one of the struggles. I mean, as far as the initial response, you know, I, w- I was kind of heartened by the fact that, you know, most of our folks were seemed to be on board initially with, yeah, we can do this. This is going to be short term. You know, we'll, we'll do what we got to do. We'll pull it through. Um, you know, I, I didn't know what to think, particularly about you know how bad the disease was going to be, um, and and the da- the damage that it might do. We have quite a few folks who were in the vulnerable category, and so I had some concern about that. But um, the the biggest thing was just like how am we how are we going to stay connected was was the real concern that that I had. And and part of that was being able to get the technology where it needed to be, because we do. We have a lot of older folks uh, who aren't, you know, aren't real savvy on Facebook or YouTube or or Twitter or any of these things. And you say it it was a mix. There was a lot of mixed emotions, uh, I think. And there's just kind of a confusing thing. I I will agree with Brother Demps, though, um, I think one of the things that I hope we learn from this pandemic is we need to give folks a little more grace (laughs) when it comes to, you know, when you get thrown in these really tumultuous situations to kind of sit back and let folks try to figure it out and do the best they can.
0: Right. Right. Appreciate that guys so very much. Uh, For time's sake, what I want to do now is go to, uh, and I know you guys have some, Others have good comments on that But I want to uh, go to Another question here And uh, we want to stop about 8.05 since we started uh, At 7.05 in that time frame Uh, With this question here And I want to start with Brother Daniel Thomas uh, With this here Uh, How did And and somebody alluded to it uh, But how did Or should I say Let me put it this way uh, did the leaders in that particular uh location, uh uh state, region, did the leaders of the Lord's church uh connect together uh in that particular state? Let me say the state of California. How was the connection with guys from the north, from the south, uh different areas of the state? Were they uh, did they communicate uh, with each other throughout the course of 2020, uh during this pandemic? Uh how was that how was that uh you know done in your state, if it if it were done or not? Let's talk about Daniel, who is in Louisiana?
5: Can you hear me? Okay, yes. Well uh, what we uh I know there's a few brothers that I've always engaged with. Matter of fact, Brother Vils, you and I, we constantly kept talking and encouraging one another. Uh, Can y'all hear me? Yes. Good. Yes. It was very helpful for me because I know uh, the ministers here in in Louisiana, uh, uh, like Brother Jawaski and Brother Vils, you know, and Brother Woods, who's Who's now in uh, North Carolina? We and brothers from around just constantly kept talking and tried to encourage one how to do things because I know when when all of this happened, it was a challenge for me. My faith was at, at at a challenge, and even as even today, I, it makes me feel like I'm still at the Red Sea. Trying to figure out what really, really needs to be done, and trying to keep keep things going. But I thank God for for brothers, uh, the leaders of congregations around this this region. You know, got together because Brother Otha Smith, these guys, they try to keep try to keep the church going, and and. I need I need that just as much as as anybody in the congregation. Because every now and then, I need to be preached to. I need to be encouraged. And I thank God for my cousin, my uh, brother Viltz. You know, he's always checking up on me. And we check up on one another. And I thank God. And I'm glad to know you guys uh, that's on the panel tonight because hopefully that we can... Uh, uh, Brew at least start a a friendship, a relationship as brothers. Maybe one day I'll just go visit the congregation and I'll just continue visiting. And but I thank God. But now I'm I'm pretty much settled now. I understand what's going on. Like I said, thank God for for brothers like Wiltz and Jawaski and Woods and all the rest of the brothers. But it it has Louisiana has been taken care of. For as much for the leaders. Amen. Amen, brother Don. One,
3: you know, let me let me regress a little bit. When the pandemic first came out, brother Wilson brothers, I was actually very defiant. Uh, I thought we ought to obey, ought to obey God rather than man. And that was my that was my attitude. I didn't think anybody had the right to tell us when and when we could not worship. Uh, I just thought it violated God's law. And I maintained that attitude uh, for a while there uh, until the number of people started dying and the numbers kept going up and going up. And at that time I started reaching out to several older congregations I know, La Puente and and Tonto and other congregations to see how they were dealing with it. And uh, what I came to, and Ernest kind of touched on it, uh, everybody was doing autonomous stuff, everybody's doing their own thing you know trying to watch out for the people looking at the age groups and so I started pretty much to let the congregation in that direction as well the elderly ones the ones who are more susceptible please stay home uh, we encourage you to stay home uh, but for those who are able-bodied uh, I encourage them to come and help with the Facebook feed uh, and I continued that attitude until the number of death got over a hundred thousand And when it got to 200,000, I really started looking at this situation more seriously. And the more people died, the more I was convinced that we need to take protocols. We need to put in place some protocols, Uh, not only here at the building, but people in general. I started leading them. Let's wash our hands. Let's uh, do the gloves. And uh, let's uh, stay away from people. And if you don't have to go out, don't go out. Kind of stay in the house. Uh, But earnestly, truthfully, when it first came out, I was not very good. I was real defiant. I just, I just felt that we ought to obey God
0: rather than men. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but one, I want to say this, man, I appreciate your, your honesty right there. Uh, because there were a number of guys from across the country who felt the same way. Uh, a number of guys who felt the same way. And, uh, and I want to make mention of this when the pandemic hit and, uh, the, it tested your your leadership it tested your leadership not not saying your particular leadership as per, as a person but the congregation's leadership we had just put in spiritual leadership at our congregation in 2019 did not know that we were going to face a pandemic three four months afterwards it really tested our leadership. <laughs> And it was nobody uh, but Tripp uh, talked about that we need to uh, extend grace uh, to each other. Well, on another note, uh, it was by the grace, the strength and the power of God that we got through uh, this pandemic in 2020. Of course, we're still dealing with it now, but in 2020, because it was so brand new and uh, we, we it was an unknown thing. So, uh, but it really tested your leadership uh, right there. And uh, one of the things I made mention to the church In March, I told the church that there are going to be some people that we are going to lose in this pandemic. Uh, There are going to be some people who were hanging by a string prior to the pandemic. And the last thing they needed was some strong, boisterous wind to come through and just blow them away, right? And And all over the country, there are people who are trying to bring the congregation back together, Large churches, smaller churches. The majority of our members have come back. Not all of them, but the majority have, and thank the Lord for that. And the leadership kept teaching on it, kept preaching on it, kept encouraging over and over and over uh, things uh, to try to get people to come back. But as somebody alluded, uh, made mention earlier about the comfortness uh, of this pandemic, you know, waking up in the morning on Sunday mornings with your with your with your with your robe on. Mm-hmm. With your slippers on your feet, with your, stick, with your bacon and eggs in your mouth. I mean, come on, y'all. I mean, you know, how are you going to worship God like that? You know, and so people got comfortable with this, right? It got comfortable. And you talk about a whole year living like this and then trying to say, like, look, okay, now we're going to come back and do things like we, now. Nah, now nah, it's just not going to work like that, right? Uh, because we are people of habit. And, uh, and so we got to get into a habit. Uh, but I just wanted to go back and just touch on that uh, because I think it was so important uh, With Brother Demps was making mention, uh, Brother Trip, uh and uh, Brother Warner uh, on that. Uh, and now for me, now I'm going to say this. Now I don't know about you guys because I get a number of things that come through my email. And everything that I get through my email is not Church of Christ. Alright? So I hope you guys don't disfellowship me on that. Uh, it, it's not all Church of Christ. But there were some things that was coming through that was coming across my email from different denominational faiths that was very beneficial to me and informative to me that I was not getting from other people that was in the church. All right. Now that, I, I don't know if you're going to say amen right there or not, but I'm <laughs> telling you, it was it was beneficial. They were they had plans that they had put together. They had ironed those things out. Uh, they were meeting with so-called leaders of their faith, uh, and they were passing this information on. And, and it was beneficial to me, and I'm most sure it was beneficial to some of you guys, who probably got some of the same information that I was getting uh, as well, but, uh, but it was helpful to us because this was new territory, right? It was new territory. And uh, and as Demp uh, mm-hmm. had made, mentioned, you know, we were just trying to do the very best that we could by what we knew of, and we were trying to stick with the scriptures as we knew, right? So the church, in other words, to make a long story short, had to really depend on their leaders. Because yeah. if you had the right kind of leaders, you were okay. But if you had the wrong kind of leaders, uh, you probably you probably was led astray. So it, it gave us the opportunity to really uh, see uh, what kind of men you had leading that congregation. And how spiritual and godly and how much faith they had uh in the lord so uh so with that being said uh let me get brother Kirkendall uh to share uh with 61st and division
7: uh yeah, on that yeah uh well you know um, brother Velt, I, I i i agree with what you're saying you know you had to, to do something to stay spiritually strong and, and get those ideas there's nothing wrong with taking hearing some new ideas that can apply to where you're at. And, uh, but uh, what I did was that uh, it seemed like Sunday was my most busiest day because I would go up to my congregation. We started at nine o'clock. And then uh, after that was over, I'll go down to help Brother dimps You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and, and then on um, uh, uh, doing on Sundays, I go and teach maybe two Bible classes and give communion. You know, and then I come home about two o'clock, and here I am online with a Bible class with my family from around the country. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, uh, and then I was doing a uh, live stream on Wednesdays and Friday night, man. So it kept me busy, man. But the thing about it is, uh, it, I needed that because psychologically. We, I was being challenged. You see what I'm saying? And and and, and uh, because the uh, way of doing things has changed, that my routine has changed, my weekly routine has changed, but uh, I had to do something to keep myself spiritually motivated and at the same time to encourage other people because, you know, if I'm suffering mentally, spiritually, what do you think they're doing? You know what I mean? And so you had to be, I I, I, I thank God for just because it's forced me to get out there. And I guess you've been through it too, Brother belt but having to preach the pews that don't talk back to you. You mm. see what I'm saying? And so uh, 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 you had to stay spiritually strong and, and maybe God is telling us something that maybe it's time for us to start focusing outside of our buildings and and, and try to, find more ways to connect with the community and to connect with one another. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Yeah. yeah. So, but that's a challenge. And, and I know what you're saying, Brother Buffs, I, I agree with you. And I, I, I take my hat off to Brother Warner uh, for being honest enough to say what he said. And, and you know, we don't ha- have all the answers. But, uh, you know, uh, this thing, was, this is something new. We never experienced this before.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah that's right and uh but kirk and doll yeah appreciate that so much and uh what when you were speaking uh it came to mind of you know you're putting so much information out from yourself you're you're feeding and you're leading at the same time right but as a leader Uh, who's feeding you you know where are you getting your meals from and and i think that's where leaders come into play you know we got each other, we got to strengthen each other. We got to feed off of one another. You have to yeah. get fed somewhere. You can't just keep feeding and leading, and especially feeding and leading while bleeding. Oftentimes, preachers right. and elders you know. are, are, are wounded and injured, and they still yeah. trying to feed and lead because that's what we think we have to do. But oftentimes, right. you, somebody got to deal with you, you know, because yeah. you won't be in this thing too long. Uh, with that, uh, I, I have about three questions left, brothers, and. Uh, and I want to start off with Brother Darryl uh, Williams uh, with this one here. Uh, it is, uh, but Williams, to keep or not to keep, to keep or not to keep. Prior to the pandemic, there were so many things that churches were doing, right? There were time that we were given, there were monies that we were putting in certain places, There were energies that we were putting out uh, in certain ministries to keep or not to keep. When the pandemic hit, there were certain things that perhaps that we were not doing anymore. We were saying, well, probably we used to do this, but we can't do it anymore, right? And then there were some things that we did that we knew that we had to keep. We knew we had to worship, right? We didn't know how we were going to do it, but we knew we had to upon the first day of the week, right? Mm-hmm. When the disciples came, we had to worship. How? Right. We didn't really know, but we knew we had to worship. There were some things that we knew that we had to keep. But then there were some things that we probably was doing that we're not doing anymore. <laughs> Speak and allude to that, if you don't mind, uh Brother Williams, on that. Did you guys uh just say, Well, we're gonna bring back everything we used to do? Or did you guys say, as a leadership, you know. You know that we did this that and the other but you know that wasn't necessary we're going to spend our time our energies and our monies and focus somewhere else let's speak to that uh, for just a while
6: another good question brother viltz i would say several things on that front number one was uh, perhaps it could be living in california but uh, when we went outside uh, it was a net benefit to our congregation Uh, We enjoyed it so much, the singing, uh, the fellowship, the closeness. People realized that we were doing something different, but it was still bringing the church together. We were socially distanced and everything, but we were outside. But in terms of to keep or not to keep, one of the things I would say that uh, has had a profound change on us is the use of technology. Uh, We were always to greater or lesser degrees involved in technology. And then you have uh, some people in the congregation that maybe thought that that might not have been the best investment, you know, with with the dollars that you have uh, at that time, but the pandemic really crystallized the the, the church in terms of thought moving forward. And so by the grace of God, sometimes something ugly can turn into something good. And so uh, we banded together and we uh, increased our budget for technology. And uh, we also looked at some of the processes we were uh, using or going through as as far as church administration. Uh, It was much more difficult for our secretary to come in and do things at the building. And so we uh, uh, introduced a brand new website with, with a software that allowed us to actually do more things from a remote location. And so we felt that just embracing the new reality, uh, going back and taking a look at some of the things that we did and what we were trying to do uh, in the future. For example, uh, we always did traditional door knocking and there's a lot of value uh, in that. But now we have learned to do electronic door knocking where we are basically using technology to reach a wider audience with just a few clicks. And so there's some things that we have learned uh, through this pandemic, and I'm thankful and grateful uh, that the brethren there at Palomar all saw it the same way. And so it made it easier for us to transition uh, because I don't believe, and, and maybe some of the other brothers share the same, but that I don't believe that it's gonna go back all the way to what it was. Uh, we love the physical assembly. We believe in the physical physical assembly, uh, our door stayed open the, the entire time of the pandemic. Uh, we did use some safety precautions, but uh, just going through those motions and, and, and having that experience really, really brought us together. So yes, there are some things we're going to keep and there are going to be some things that we're not going to keep.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's go to uh, but a D Trip. <laughs>
1: Well, um, I I think the technology part of it is is a big thing for us because we weren't doing any live streaming or, or anything like that. Uh, we got yeah. into that. We spent some money on it. We've decided we're going to upgrade our capabilities, and we're going to continue to do it. Um, and and one of the things that we've noted is it, it's kind of increased our reach beyond uh, you know just. El Cajon uh, you know we get comments and interactions from all over uh, the world in fact and so Mm -hmm. I think anytime you can for really not a whole lot of money you can you can have some impact that way I think I think it's money well spent we you know obviously a lot of the fellowship things that we did all of those kind of went away we had you know, different weekly, well, monthly meetings. You know, we had men's prayer breakfast and a uh, seniors thing, and then we had some small group stuff. That's gone away, but um, it, it is going to come back. Yeah. Um, don't know necessarily what in what form. We just uh, this coming Sunday, we will be back to having all of our services indoors, uh, or you know, Sunday night, Sunday morning, and and Bible class, and Wednesday. Um, and we're going to continue to live stream Sunday morning and Wednesday night and Wednesday night we use zoom as well. Um, but, um, you know, it looks like we're not going to do vacation Bible school this year, but hopefully next year, pretty much we're hoping by next year to have all of our other processes up and running. But one of the big things I think is taking advantage of some of the technology and I, I want to pick brother William's uh brain on that virtual door knocking i actually i actually took that put a note down on that i like that idea and i'd like to see what uh, you know what what they're doing to, to use that because that actually sounds like a great idea because one of the things that we got to do is we got to focus on the community and and if i kind of speak if i can go maybe on a little different topic i think if, there, if there's one area where maybe we failed a little bit was we forgot sometimes that We still needed to focus outside and we were kind of focusing on ourselves and taking care of each other. And well, I don't like this or I don't like that, or we need to do it this way or that way. And so finding a way to do a virtual door knocking kind of thing that, that, you know, well done. That's all I got to say about that.
0: Yeah. That's uh, that seems to be ideal right there. Uh, yeah. Uh, let me get brother, uh, but Dimps, and uh, I want to uh, get a few more questions in before we close out tonight. But Ernest Dimps. Brother, I, I, I got to leave, brothers. Okay, Brother Kirkendall. That'll work, man. Okay. Thank you so much
4: for being here. Good work, brother. All right. God bless you. Thank you. Yeah, well, certainly one of the things that we are definitely going to keep was actually two that is the live streaming um, on the Facebook, on the church Facebook page. And also, the teleconferencing—we uh, never did do, we never did uh, get hook up with the Zoom. But those two things we're going to definitely continue to do. As far as something that we're not going to do, we haven't identified anything that we're not going to do once we go back in uh, full service, which will probably be the first of of July. Um, okay. We're still going to do everything that we have been doing—the um, the evening worship, the Thursday night Bible class, and all those things. We're continue to do that. But certainly two things that we're going to keep is the is the live streaming and the teleconferencing. Yeah. Okay.
0: That'll work. Uh, let me start with Brother Daniel Thomas here, and we'll work our way around. And uh, as we uh, ask about one or two more questions, uh, for time's sake, we'll go just a little bit of uh, 805. Uh, but Brother Thomas, what, what was for you, what was the most difficult Thing for you to 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 get across or to deal with during the course of the 2020 uh, crisis. What was most difficult to you? Just one thing, and then I'll go to Brother Don Warner afterwards. You you're muted, Brother Thomas. Just unmute yourself. Okay.
5: There you go. The most difficult uh, is trying during the 2020 was really trying to keep me, to keep me strong. And facing that and having people dependent on you for everything, <laughs> you don't really, at that point, you know, it's, it's, it's like I said earlier, it's just like, it really, it's kind of like bringing it's kind of like you meeting your Red Sea for yourself. You don't know where to turn. The only Good. thing you depend on is God. Begging and crying and pleading to God, what I must Man. do? What should I do? Man. What is it? What is it, God, that you need me to do? Mm-hmm. And, and that was the most difficult thing, is for me to pull myself together. Because I had to realize... But now I came to grips about all that just like the brother that was earlier. it took a while you know and, and we it's, it's to make sure that the people were safe but being the mo- my most difficult was me yeah just trying to keep trying to keep me straight yeah that was that was the tough that was and it's, it's tough yeah yeah appreciate that but I want to My biggest challenge
3: uh, was the people and how I guess because of the pandemic many people changed the addresses, phone numbers, a lot of transit, a lot of transactions, people going and coming. Uh, My biggest challenge was just trying to keep up with the people, (laughs) Uh, valid phone numbers and addresses uh, because like I said, people going to visit their relatives and people changing new jobs a lot, you know, so a lot of transition, a lot of people moving. Uh, just trying to keep numbers, trying to keep them together, uh, reaching out to them. Uh, let me also say that some of the things that we are going to keep is the little cups, you know, communion cups. We're going to keep that, uh, that. we're also going to keep the technology. Uh, doing I mean, we're doing that once a month, but we're not doing that anymore. We had a prison ministry right now, and that's on hold. Hopefully they come back soon. But back to what you just asked, I'd be a challenge with
0: just trying to keep up with the people. Yeah, yeah, uh, that that's, that's good. Uh, just try to keep them. Just try to keep everybody connected, you know. And that was uh yeah, uh, that could have been really a, a challenge. On that, um, better as we get ready to to close and wrap uh, tonight. I, I really appreciate all you guys for just all of your input uh, on tonight. But I want to close out on this question here, and I want to get everybody's input. And uh, and here it is: uh, one thing that you can name that you see as a positive and a blessing because of this pandemic. What would you say tonight is a is a blessing to both you and the church because of this pandemic? If it had not been for the pandemic then I would not see this like this. But because of the pandemic, I believe that it has blessed the church because of this, all right? Let me start with Brother, Brother Trip, and then we'll come down uh, with Brother Williams, and we'll close out with Brother Demson, and uh, Brother Warner, and Brother Thomas.
1: Right. Well, I, well, what's kind of funny is I, I think one of the greatest struggles and challenges also becomes a great blessing and it's this. We learn we don't have to do it the way we've always done it. And sometimes a little variety and shaking things up can give you a little more creative thinking and and get you kind of out of a rut and, yeah. and make you think a little more intentionally about what you're doing. And so I think that was a good thing for us notwithstanding that it, you know, that creates a little bit of tension, <laughs> but I think it was a good thing.
6: Yeah. Amen. Amen. But down, Williams. Yeah, bro. Bill, I think that um, people became aware of their own mortality. Uh, I, I found that people were much more interested in the word of God than the pomp and circumstances emotion all that they wanted to hear what thus saith the Lord given the amount of death given the amount of uncertainty uh, we found that a lot more people were paying attention and we had a lot of people that were not members of the lord's church they were tuning in they were listening they were commenting uh, because there was such a wave of Fear and uncertainty that people really, really were seeking out, uh, seeking out the word of God, and we found that to be a very positive for our congregation. Yeah, yeah, Amen, Brother dips Yeah, I think um, I'm
4: uh, again. I'm looking. I'm working on the the timeline, and and uh, going back to what you said about when the church was scattered. Well, one of the things that came out of that was the gospel. Went out in different places, you know, away from Jerusalem. And I think one of the greatest blessings of this whole thing is that with this technology and the gospel now is being heard not only, you know, I mean it's it's being heard throughout the whole world. Right, think about it. You know, we as the Church of Christ have taken advantage of the technology, and now people are really hearing. The true doctrine, right? But that true doctrine is now is spread throughout the whole world. So in the timeline, when Jesus when Jesus said that the time was not going to end until ever the whole world hear the gospel. Mm-hmm. So when I look at it that way, is I look at a blessing, and that Jesus is doing, God is doing what He promised to do to make that whole world hear that gospel. And I'm and I'm thinking that, I, and I'm thankful that he has given us the technology and we'll begin to use that technology to make that happen. That's a great blessing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is.
0: But Warner.
3: I agree with Dems as well. Uh, one of the blessings that I, 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 uh, we personally hear uh, is that with the pandemic threatening the worship, what I found is that the ones that are really supporting the work came closer they came closer. They increased the income. They're giving. Uh, they saw that we were short here and there, so they stepped out. The core, the, the you know, you all got about five, six of them in there to taking care of everything. Y'all know that <laughs> you know? Uh, the core is stronger. The whole thing, and we we're able to do a much better work. In fact, I agree with Demps as well. Uh, our Facebook, we actually had more Facebook tune-ins than we actually had in the building. So. Uh, I agree, and it was from all over, them, so, You know, I, I'm, you know, uh, all yeah. across the country. So, yeah. but to me, the biggest benefit from this pandemic is that the core of the church, the Rocker here at Six Ninth Street. They came, became stronger with one another, and they stepped up their game because, you know, like I said, they increased the contribution. Uh, they were faithful and trying to get, keep everything going. So, uh, I just think our core got stronger.
5: Amen. Yeah. Amen. Brother Daniel. Yes. I just wanted to make sure if I wasn't muted. This, it is a blessing. It is blessings. uh, When we think about the blessings, like the brother said, I noticed that the church herself has, the people have gotten closer, gotten stronger. And uh, even though, you know, and they call one another they didn't used to call one another like used to now they call the consign now they they call me and, and that's a good thing i just called to see how you were doing okay well that's that's fine that's good and and, and that's a blessing within itself yes and, and the blessing you know when the brothers get the brothers do things we sit down more we talk more we we talk about the things that used to be. Without, without that, you know, and another blessing that I realize this pandemic has brought is what the brother said, that there are more Facebook people that listen to the gospel than we would have in the building. Right. And that virtue, that virtue knocking doors, that I, that I need to do that the web page knocking doors. We're going to have to try that. That's, <laughs> that's the key. That's it. I Amen. It was you. Amen.
0: Uh, on that, uh, this will conclude our, uh, zoom call and our Facebook live on tonight. I want to personally thank all of you guys for coming on. Those who are still on and those who were on before. Uh, and, uh, just man, look, this, uh, this has been a great blessing to, to our congregation and I hope to all who is still on uh, on tonight. And uh, because this is a, a huge prayer line, uh, I'm going to ask for the trip to close us out in a prayer. And when he closes out, just remember uh, just to pray a general prayer, pray for the sick and pray for the church, just a general prayer. Uh, and even for those who are watching live uh, by our Facebook uh, live at this time and those who will watch uh later on and as we come to a close uh with that uh as you guys were talking I was thinking i was thinking this that it really lets us know how human we are this pandemic it reminded us how frail we are and how how we how how we really depend on God. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes, you know, we get in the habit of getting up, going to work and doing this, that and the other. And sometimes we think that we are making things move and we're making things happen. When really, man, we've been depending on God, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just, <laughs> you know, uh, it, it really showed us how, how frail we are and how much we really need to depend on God and how much we really do uh, depend on God for not just some things, but for everything, Uh, in life that is good. And the scripture that comes to mind is we walk by faith and not by sight. Mm -hmm. What this pandemic caused us to do is to walk by faith and not by sight and trust and depend and really rely on the Lord because really we did not know. We didn't know nothing but what they were telling us. Mm -hmm. We didn't know Mm -hmm. really what was going on. All we could do as the church (laughs) is what is trust in the Lord. Amen. Alright, and uh, Amen. so uh, I just I want to encourage you guys, continue to walk by faith and not by sight, continue to be a blessing to each other, and uh, Lord say the same, uh, let's try to do this uh, again, and uh, again, brothers, I appreciate it much tonight for your input, I really, really appreciate it much, and it's so good to meet uh, Brother Daryl Tripp, and hopefully that we'll be seeing you sometime
6: in the future. I look uh, forward to it. Yes, sir. And just before you... Yeah, just before you... Okay, go ahead. Yeah, just before you pray, Brother Trip. I just wanted to uh, also thank you, Brother Viltz, uh, for inviting us and putting this together. This has been a wonderful opportunity for all of us, and we know that the Lord is pleased. And I also wanted to uh, let uh, those that might be watching uh, online, if you have never been to California... Uh, on July the 25th next month, Brother Vils will be uh, in San Diego. We are having the first area-wide singing. Uh, normally, we would have that, you know, once a month. You know, normally it's the fourth Sunday of every month, uh, but, but because of the pandemic, we haven't uh, had that. So on July 25th, it's the fourth Sunday in July. Will be the first one, and Brother Vils will be in San Diego, and he will be speaking for us that morning and that evening. And so if you happen to be out and about, uh, come on out uh, to, to visit us there at the Palomar Street Church of Christ. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you there. Bill Williams,
1: about trip. If you do right. Let's pray. Father, we come before you and uh, we are truly grateful for your power and your might, for your grace and your mercy. Father, we thank you that you have allowed us to gather in this means to, to talk about and to learn from one another uh, about the, the last year and a half. Father, we thank you that you've been with us and that you have, that you have blessed us through it. Uh, Father, we thank you for the things that we have learned. Uh, Father, we, we ask that you forgive us for where we failed. But Father, we we know that you are merciful and and, uh, we are confident that you will bless us as we go forward. Father, we are mindful of all of the hundreds of thousands and millions of people who continue to be uh, impacted negatively by this disease, by those who are sick, by those who are dying, by those who are grieving. Father, for those who have suffered uh, economic impact, Uh, Our hearts grieve for them as well, and uh, it is our prayer that your hand of of healing and power and might will be upon this whole earth, that uh, this pandemic will be a thing of the past. Father, we pray for all of our political leaders, for all of our scientists, for all of our doctors, Mm -hmm. uh, for everyone who is engaged in bringing about Uh, an end to this pandemic father we pray that you would bless them father we pray that you would bring unity in this world Uh, father we pray that you would bring unity within our nation and father we pray that you would help us to grow closer in unity as your brothers as your children as brothers and sisters in christ help us father to be a light to this world there is so much darkness Help Mm -hmm. us to love one another. Help us to have greater faith. And Father, again, uh, we are mindful of our brother Feaster and his time of grief that he's going through. And uh, we just just pray your hand of comfort and peace upon him and his family. And uh, as he's traveling, that you would watch over him. And Father, Mm -hmm. we ask that you would use us to be vessels of your mercy in this lost and dying world. And it's in the name of your son, Jesus, that we offer this prayer. And amen. 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 Amen.
5: Thank
0: you very much. And I want to thank our tech tech man, Brother uh, Cardell Kemp, uh, who just is a big blessing to our congregation. And he does a great job uh, for us. And so we want to just give him a special shout out tonight. And may the Lord keep blessing him and his family. Guys, uh, it's uh, two hours ahead here uh, from where you are. And uh, it's been good. And I just can't thank you guys enough for just taking the time out just to be with us and tonight and just sharing your personal and congregational experience with us on tonight. And so may God continue to keep you and may God continue
4: to bless you guys. Y'all take care, man.
1: All All right. right. Thank you, brother. All All right. right. All All right. right. Good night, everyone.